30 seconds and counting. Hello, this is season one of High Altitude Adventures podcast. My name is Mikhail. I'm a travel agent, space travel agent, Ireland's first space travel agent. And my guest here today is Paige Miller, who is an enthusiastic potential space adventurer. I am. I'm a space adventurer, to be confirmed. Um, thank you for inviting me, Michael. You're welcome. And today we'll speak about space travel, space tourism, and all kind of adventures in the space or in the air. What do you know about space tourism? You know what? Very little. So I'm looking into it because my boyfriend who I've been dating for a decade is turning 30 and he loves space. He loves all things adventure and space. And I want his 30th to be incredible. I want it to be an experience that we can both remember. I don't want the generic 30th birthday party. So I thought maybe a space adventure of some kind, something, you know, but I, I, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I need okay. help. Well, you know, the funny thing, if you wait for another 10 years, yeah. you can have a real space flight, really cheap. So he's 40th. Is. Yeah. So have this in <laughs> mind that whatever I offer you now, in 10 years time, you can go to space uh, at a fraction of today's cost. How but, is that possible? Well, we'll talk about it later. But for yeah. today, because this is the urgency for your, yeah, uh, for your next one. So there are many projects which mm. are very exciting. They're out there today. Some of them are coming soon. Some of them are very expensive. Some of them are affordable. Some of them are very affordable. So depending upon your budget, like if you have $300 million in your bank account. If I'm or, Elon Musk. Uh, well, he has more, but let's say $300 <laughs> million. Or maybe you have 100 euro. Okay. So oh, wow. There are options available for all this range. Okay. So if you, like if I wanted to do something exciting for myself and my girlfriend, I would probably go weightlessness, weightlessness. in a zero-G adventure inside oh. an aircraft. You, you go up and you do several parabolic flights. Well, it's a scientific term, but you experience real weightlessness. Okay. And so they actually, how high up do they have to take you for that? Uh, it's normal altitude, like normal really? commercial aircraft altitude. The trick is the airplane goes up and then down and it mimics the parabolic trajectory. When you throw something in the air, it follows that trajectory. And if airplane does that, everyone inside feels weightlessness. And oh, this lasts for about 30 seconds. And they can do this 15 times. So you have several minutes of weightlessness or reduced gravity uh, because they imitate moon gravity, Mars gravity, and pure weightlessness. And any of us can do that? Anyone can do it. And the airplane can take up to 40 people in Europe <gasps> or 20 people in US. There are several projects we do that. That's now, awesome. Price, right? Yes, yes. Where are we on the spectrum? Well, just, <laughs> I want to test, test your kind of range now. $8,000 per person. $9,000 per person. So this is the current price range. You know what? If everyone's paying for themselves, that's not bad. For that, I mean, for that kind of experience, how often... Are, I mean, is there any other way to achieve that? You can go into the elevator, a lift, and cut the cable and Ooh. drop in the lift. It will be one time. But that's, I'm pretty sure that's pretty <laughs> yeah, that's not free. But that's the price today. Some, some There are some projects similar okay. to that. Small airplanes, maybe one or two people. That's 
five six thousand euro okay. uh, dollars per flight or per person there are different prices but that's one option okay that's cool but i wouldn't be able to to read i don't know if i'd be able to afford him and me is there anything also what is the safety on that is that safe yes uh it is it's safe. safe it's a commercial aircraft it's uh certified for this okay. flight and actually all uh commercial aircraft are designed to withstand this kind of flight. Okay. But this particular company, they have additional certification, pilot have additional training, and uh, yes, it is safe. It will be absolutely safe, fantastically safe, and you'll enjoy it. It sounds so cool. I just want to get a mental picture. So it's a, is this a Boeing 747 we're talking about? Uh, so. A310 in Europe, uh, Boeing 727 in US, and okay. smaller aircraft in US. There are many projects. And they, what, strip out the inside interior? Yeah, the interior is gone. Well, most part of the aircraft, and there are seats in the back where okay. people, you'll be sitting, you'll be sitting the there on the way up because it's yeah. all on flight. It's several hours because it will go to the altitude and then we'll do several maneuvers and then you'll fly back. And then there are coaches there. They will coach you in advance before the flight okay. and then uh, first trajectories first flights will be reduced gravity you will okay. not fly immediately yeah. they will just give you a first feel of what it is and they will coach you beforehand so they will teach you the basics how to so that you can what do feel you mean better. the basics the well basics you know there what? are certain <laughs> things you need to do before the flight uh, yeah. so that you enjoy it more because weightlessness is weightlessness it's tricky yeah. and you know Things can happen. You will not. You may not. May feel. Maybe you won't feel well during the flight. Okay. But there I are mean, things. Yeah, there no are things to do with, like. to pre to prevent that. So they will coach you before. They will coach you on the flight. And then uh, when it gets into this area where it will do all these maneuvers, then you unbuckle. Your coaches are with you, basically holding you. And there are there are nets there which you could hold on to. Okay. And then they will announce that. And then you'll have thirty seconds of reduced gravity, so you get your bearing and understand how it feels. And then they repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and then less gravity and then complete weightlessness in your float. Absolutely insane! Like I want to try that tomorrow. But I don't know if I can afford for both of us. Is there anything lower on the range? Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about space adventures, space-like, yeah. space-related, yeah. or something so abnormal that it probably pretty close borders to the space experience. Mm. This this is the whole essence of yeah, up in the clouds, touching the skies. You, you can touch the skies. You can touch the clouds, and this will cost you three to four hundred euro per person there we go hold on you've hit me what are we talking yes this is just simple vanilla skydives Vanilla uh, skydive. si <laughs> simple like no no I mean, nothing really normal vanilla skydives. Normal you know sky for most people skydives are like pretty extreme sports yeah yeah well in my range that's the beginning of, of the adventures anything in my list of adventures is much more exciting than just simple okay, vanilla skydives. So, i mean vanilla you call it vanilla so we're touching what does space travel encompass then what is the what is the definition really of of space travel space travel in general mm -hmm. is just visiting space which is everything beyond earth yeah. beyond earth atmosphere we probably should talk more about space tourism yeah. commercial space travel because people will travel into space for many yeah. years and now we're entering the times the age when regular people can go to space yeah as if we just go on vacation i'm right to say that like someone in their 60s has done this before right 
happened. Uh, well, first it was purely government uh, yes. uh, enterprise, pilots, fighter pilots, military pilots, specially trained people. Then in 80s, in 1980s, yeah. uh, 1970s, were the first time when non-professional astronauts went to space, but they were representatives of commercial companies like Boeing McDonald, who were designing okay. some... Uh, you, you saw the Big Bang Theory. Yes, uh, love it. So you remember, uh, what was his name? I forgot. What Sheldon, was, Lennon. No, no. <laughs> Kumar. No. Kuthra Pali. No. <laughs> but, but the guy <laughs> went to space. Howard. Howard went Howard. to space. Oh, so Howard. Howard went to space. Yes, he's He was astronaut. a scientist. Yes. He designed whatever he designed. We won't mention that. And, and he was uh, supervising it. So this is when uh, first um, engineers went to space. And then in 90s, first billionaires went to space. They okay. just paid $25, $30 million. Must and, be nice. And they went to space. And this was the beginning of pure commercial space tourism. And then there was a short gap when this was not happening. And then 2021 was the restart of a commercial space tourism activity. When okay. people, just regular people with lots of money, uh, were able to pay for, for the ticket, for the seat, and go to space. And that's space tourism. That's commercial space wow. tourism. And now we have an explosion of these projects in a good meaning. So uh, big, big number. <laughs> You're going to be careful uh, where you put the word yes. explosion. But there are new projects coming up yeah. and there are projects already happening. So you can go to space station and spend two weeks there. And one such flight landed a couple of days ago with Axiom Space. People just paid the money, or governments paid the money, oh, and wow. you won there. And then landed you could, landed where? Uh, in US, yeah. There was a yeah. uh, they flew on Falcon Nine, okay. uh, Dragon Crew Dragon, and uh, they went up, uh, docked to the space station, spent uh, about a okay. week at the space station. We're doing some experiments, but uh, there were two astronauts from Saudi Arabia, so they paid for for their citizens to go, and they won commercial uh, pilot and one uh, proper astronaut and that's it this is commercial okay. trip so this is one option another option you can go so-called suborbital flights smaller rockets you don't go to space and orbit space you just hop really high 100 kilometers 80 kilometers and then you land it's several minutes in space and that's very that's nice incredible. adventure and that's blue origin uh, virgin galactic they can do that and then there are new projects which can lift you really really high when you touch the edge of space they are slightly less expensive, mm. but still we're talking six digits, seven yeah. digits numbers. And well, then not unless you go vanilla. <laughs> yeah, and then you have these vanilla skydives and anything in between. Okay. And you seem so you seem so passionate about it. How close have you gotten to space? Well, me personally, I um, I was trained as a space engineer. Oh, and, cool. Uh, one potential. Well, that's why you're so passionate about yes, it. Yes, I, I loved it. And uh, one potential job for me after graduation was to become an engineer slash cosmonaut astronaut well that to never become howard uh, i could well i could have been not a howard but even a proper proper astronaut, astronaut. yes uh, well howard so did yeah, a good howard thing too. thinks he's a proper <laughs> no no howard Let's definitely howard you were proper <laughs> astronaut so. but um i i kept i didn't work in space industry because space industry was kind of at the low point at the time mm. but i kept that spark uh, yeah, burning and i really love. loved it and look they're so wonderful all these rockets and things they are very Cool. And uh, I always kind of kept close connection to my friends uh, from space industry. I worked in civil aviation since then. But then how close I went personally, I, I became a professional skydiver. 
And the closest That's why I got, you think it's so vanilla. Yeah, it's <laughs> vanilla. But the closest I got, uh, we had some high altitude jumps uh, from 18,000 feet, six kilometers. What? But um, yeah, you use oxygen. But this is because it's the atmosphere is already mm. not that uh, dense there. But that's how far I went. So in my project, when I talk about space, commercial space tourism and space travel, I have it in mind that I also want to do that. So yeah. once I became immensely rich, or yeah. maybe I get a bonus trip, I'll definitely go. Which one's your top pick? I have to know. Uh, if you had, let's say, let's say you were sitting on the pile of money, it wasn't an option, or it's a decade beyond. What is Mikhail picking? Probably a month on a space station. A month. Yeah, because Don't the first two weeks, you, the first two weeks you're adjusting anyway. All that jazz, like you lose muscle density, don't you? Uh, there are ways to prevent uh, loss in a big scale. Yeah. You exercise basically all uh, cosmonauts, astronauts. They exercise three to four hours per day wow. to prevent muscle loss and uh, calcium uh, loss in the bones. Is that uh, within a month? Would they lose that much in a month? They will start losing. Uh, muscle uh, and bone kind of density at once oh really uh, but you can you that. can adjust that you can slow it down and yeah. there, are, there are ways to do it because there were people who spend a year in space even more and they came back and they were yeah. fine when people didn't know how to handle that the first flights even two weeks when they did nothing and mm. they landed and it was really rough mm. and after that people learned what to do to prevent that but for the first couple of days almost a week you're just adjusting to weightlessness mm. so it's kind of wasted so that's why a month would yeah. be my ideal spot yeah space station a month probably there are four yeah, or five space cool. stations which are currently being designed and built which will accept space tourists in the just future for commercial use uh, well they will be multi-purpose space oh, stations okay. science so whatever 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 plus jazz. commercial and you can go and spend a, a month I'm they, imagining a space hotel and, it just and that's exactly so cool. what it will be some space some stations uh, call themselves that already space hotels really and they will accept pe people for a month for half a year half a year yeah. okay I believe you're gonna get there I have my fingers crossed well I believe you'll get there because we yes. agreed already in 10 years well, time I mean, you, you go to space you know what maybe for my 40th forget him I'm really <laughs> If I can't get for both of us, I'm going. Because um, that sounds really, really cool. For this 30th, though, that I'm thinking about, is there an option that keeps people's feet kind of more firmly on the ground? Because I'm thinking about inviting his mother up. I'm sure people, you know, if you're listening to us from Ireland, I'm sure people would have noticed that I don't sound Irish. I'm South African and his mother is in South Africa. I thought it would be cool to maybe bring her through. He misses her so much. Okay, well, there are She's several... not very daring. There are several options there, too. Okay, one option, it's, it's, a, it's an item on my personal bucket list. Oh, okay. And so I'll give it to you for free so you can use my <laughs> dream. So there is, a company, there is a company in France. Yeah. Uh, it's Normandy. There's a big hangar. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's in, from old times when they had these big yeah. airships. And uh, these guys, they're in business for 10 years. Uh, I, I, I saw how, how I missed them, I don't know. I would have done that myself a long time ago. So inside this hangar, they attach you to a small helium balloon oh, in a harness. Cool. They give you small kind of flapping wings and they teach you how to flap them in such a way that you go yeah, up like or down bird. and forward. And then they release you and you float there in the air all by yourself. 
That is awesome. And that's cost 60 euro per person. Shut up. Yeah, so for all three of Here you, we go. 180. <laughs> yes, and I can I can buy for all three of us. That's yeah. that thing. I don't have to pick one of us. That would be, I think that would be great. There is one. Uh, I will great. give you three options. Yeah, Another option. Yeah, yeah. In UK, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen those uh, jetpacks that attach to your hands. Yes. All right. So. Only in the Iron Man movie where they're like trying to yes. replicate it. You can try that out. out. Okay. You can try that out and again on land or in water. On land. Oh wow. So there is a it's called Gravity, the Gravity Company, and they will either uh, let you try it, like you'll be harnessed probably, yeah. but you'll get a feel, or you will learn to fly them. So option one to yeah. try it out, two thousand pounds per person. Option two, learn to fly six thousand. Oh so, wow! Uh, per so you person. can become a pilot of it. You can learn how to properly fly it and hop and everything. So this is option two. Option number three. Well, you know, vanilla, simple vanilla skydive. Yeah. You jump and you just, you, you just fall through Indeed, the air. Indeed, fall through yeah, the sky. Just, uh, oh, look at this cloud. Boring. But then there are <laughs> wind tunnels where you can experience the free fall on the ground. Oh, good. So you uh, don't have to. You don't have to Because that's jump. what was holding me back from the skydive initially. That's Someone's yeah, going to have to push me out the plane. No one is pushing anywhere. And you're just floating there in the air. There are instructors oh, with wow. you in the tunnel. They teach you about what to do. And that costs... Um, between 10 and 20 euro per minute and for the first timer i would say five minutes so you can have a day trip and try them out they they have tunnels in france they have tunnel in europe in uk and there's one tunnel near belfast in belfast it's kind of a small one but it's still you get experience and that's a kind of space like experience too because Free fall, skydive, even that astronauts and cosmonauts, they, 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 they learn to skydive because they want to adjust to the stressful environment. Yeah. Even in some one country's space program, there is a training uh, program when an astronaut, future cosmonaut, jumps with the outside of an airplane with a parachute, skydives, mm-hmm. and then opens a pad, and there is a mathematical equation mm-hmm. there, a problem, and they have to solve this problem in mm-hmm. free fall so that they learn how to concentrate um, in stressful environment, like oh, in space. Geez, I so, can't do it on the ground. So uh, you can try that in the wind tunnel. Just <laughs> solve some problem. Man, I couldn't do that in a comfy chair with a <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> but now tell me, so do you offer this whole range of things people can come to you and ask like this? Yeah, I'm a travel agent, right? Yeah. I'm a travel agent, similar to the good old day travel agents, yeah. where there was the office I'm in the street. I'm trying to remember the name of one oh, of them. Oh, yeah, but, but there are still the some there. Them. When you see, look, you can go to Turkey, Mallorca, yes. Israel, whatever. Same for okay. me. I, I inform people, advise people about different projects available in space, tourism, and uh, high-altitude adventures. And you can go to my website and see all these projects. They're grouped in categories. Awesome. And you, you can learn about them and book directly. Or you can talk to me and I'll help you to pick and book yeah. similar to your idea. Like, what can we do if my budget is five euros per person? Oh, okay, man. we, we can do that. Thank you for talking to me because that's incredible. I mean, if I could just come, if I had, I had no idea where to start, you know what I mean? But being able to just come and talk to you about it and understand what's available. I didn't realize so much was available. That balloon thing in particular. Yeah, just blows well, the balloon my is, is right my now. personal. But you know, many things are available now, mm. and many more things are available soon. Yes. And uh, the projects which are coming soon, uh, which are very uh, interesting for me personally, mm. and I think they will hit Irish markets uh, because people have no idea. Everyone I talk to, yeah. uh, they say, well, high altitude balloon flights. Um, there are six companies out there. 
Uh, two of them are planning to start operating next year, and the others maybe later. Big capsule, eight people, oh. uh, space-rated capsule, big helium hydrogen balloon, no training required. Uh, you go in, you get a basic safety brief. That's the door, that's the window. Yeah. Okay, get in. That's like those weather balloons, right? Uh, yes. Remember those Chinese spy balloons? Yes. It's kind of similar, well. but much more fun. So <laughs> it's, more fun. it's a big cabin, and you go up gently and slowly uh, to about 30 kilometers altitude. Okay. So all 99% of Earth atmosphere is below you. Space is above you. Oh. Dark sky, stars curvature of the earth you can take flat earthers and they will see for themselves that it's not flat and you spend two hours full bar restroom wi-fi most importantly wow. huge window you can do the selfies you see the earth from above and uh, and then you gently go down and the cost is fifty thousand per seat hundred twenty thousand dollars per seat people pre-booked hundreds of seats people Jeez, booked whole capsules for weddings events uh so you they could can get do- married in Thanks. Yes, and that's uh, there are several projects, and they are starting next year. And um, and another one, the one which I will advertise to you in mm. your forty for your next anniversary. Yeah. So Elon Musk, this big big mega rocket Starship, which yes. uh, launched yeah. uh, month, last month, first time, it will be successful. I, I have no doubts about it. And one of the projects he has in mind for this big rocket to go point to point, Earth to Earth, New York to Tokyo. Okay. London to Johannesburg, uh, <laughs> anywhere. Uh, let's say New York to Tokyo, 45 minutes. You take off oh, and then you land. And along the way, you go through space. That's incredible. Because you go 150 miles high, 200 kilometers. And then kilometers, come back in. And then come back in and several dozen minutes, weightlessness, and space. And the fastest trip around the fastest world. Trip. And now ticket price, it's still confusing. Elon mm-hmm. Musk says a lot of things and mm. uh, he mentioned a couple of times that oh you know for me the launch cost of this thing is about one to ten million he was mm. all over the place but let's say 10 million you can put 500 people into this yeah. rocket so we are talking several between thousands and 10 twenty thousand dollars per person per person you okay. can go to space in 10 years time that's incredible but i mean do you vet these things? You're a space agent. Do you, how safe are they? Do you check? Do you check that the providers aren't scamming people? You well, know? yeah, because, well, first of all, uh, I'm also a skydiving instructor. Yeah. And uh, when I teach students to skydive, when I teach them on the ground, when I go with them up in the air, yeah. we jump and we do exercise with them, safety yeah, of my student nervous. is my ultimate first priority. Same way, safety mm. of my potential passenger, my client yeah. who will book with me through me is my ultimate first priority. I will definitely check. I will yes. definitely try to understand myself, all the projects, and I will never advise anything unsafe. Yes. But space travel is not space a walk travel. in the park. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't want to use the word dangerous, but there is no other word I can use. But it's abnormal. It's mm. difficult. Space is hard. And uh, yes, things can go wrong, but all these projects, uh, they have designed features which will allow the capsule to save the passengers if something goes wrong. Uh, okay. And they already demonstrated that uh, yeah. And for, to become a space, uh, a man-rated project, all manufacturers have to show mm. redundancy 
and safety features. Okay. So that's why, yes, I will not recommend anything unsafe. And yes, some projects will succeed. Some projects will probably be never man-rated. And mm. then all well, they can do Chinese spying yeah. instead of taking people <laughs> <laughs> to, to space. But you've also shown me like, that there's a sliding scale of you know, daringness to the project. You can go super vanilla like... I mean, I'm not going to say skydiving because for me that's no longer vanilla. <laughs> but for you that's become the very balloon, vanilla. The balloon in the hangar. The sliding scale. <laughs> but like the virtual reality, you could maybe do something like that. Or the balloon, like you said, that sounded amazing. So you don't have to, depending on how bold you are, I mean, you're done with skydiving already. It's boring. It's yeah, vanilla. well. But it, so for you, so you're ready to like almost upscale that adventure. Well, but in essence, the whole range of projects I'm yeah. talking about, they are adventurous slash abnormal mm. slash, again, the word dangerous is not correct. Uh, uh, they, they are all, they, they will be daring and they will be all safe uh, yeah. in general. And uh, on the sliding scale, yes, you can go to the moon. Mm. You can do a moon flyby, 300 million, and Elon Musk will sign you up. Or you can be a super... A uh, nice photographer or maybe podcast creator. Cool. And maybe one of those uh, billionaires who paid for the flight will pick you as a crew member. Uh, and there is one team already picked. Eight people will go for free with the Sako Mizawa around the moon uh, within Guys, the next I, three years. I will make a podcast in space. Do, do, Put yeah. me so in So try harder and maybe you'll be picked next. <laughs> but this is like the most daring, the most challenging moon flight. And yes, uh, vanilla, okay, skydive is slightly abnormal, but wind tunnel, yeah. uh, helium balloon in the hangar and then anything in between and there are different degrees like yeah. there are high altitude glider flights you can go and in oh, a glider go nice. above alps so this is oh. really high you can try to fly a jet uh, trainer or jet fighter okay yeah. there will be pilot there and you but you'll have a chance to go really high Ooh, and really fast really cool again too. it's a it's a five digit uh, ticket cost i just thought about my father for that one i think he would really adore that you know once you become extremely successful and uh re wealthy hey, it's uh, enough, money. <laughs> maybe for your 50 uh then there is a company which is designing airship Okay. new generation of airship and then uh, there are several companies like that and there's another company which is already selling tours to north pole on an airship it's oh. a cabin for two it's a michelin star dining How experience romantic. this thing goes relatively low it can go low like uh, 100 meters above mm. earth because it's it's an airship it doesn't matter it can go 10,000 feet and it will go from norway to north pole above all these ice and icebergs and you land on the North Pole, Amazing. you have your dinner there and you travel back. Again, they're selling tickets. They will start flying in 2025. Now, ticket price. Cabin for two, 200,000 mm. euro. Very nice. But I mean, listen, if I'm going to do a space adventure for my boyfriend, I expect him to do that and propose in the North Pole. Not, that, not, not, in the, not in the space balloon, because we thought that space balloon proposal... You know, right at the base, <laughs> on top of the world. How are you mm -hmm. feeling? I'm actually on top of the world, physically on top of the world right now. <laughs> Could not get higher. But on another element of safety, and this is something that worries me because, you know, it's 2023 and scams are all over the place. Do you vet the providers a little bit to make sure that these offers are legitimate? Yeah, and uh, I have to... 
uh, set up uh, well K- KYC, know your customer, AML, anti-money laundering, yeah. um, uh, cybersecurity uh, projects uh, to make sure that all my offers are robust and yeah. cannot be hacked and all my customers and operators are vetted yeah. because it works both ways. Mm-hmm. We don't want to send dodgy money to, to a good company. Exactly. And even more than that, you know, this thing sometimes produce uh, a lot of CO2. I didn't know that. Uh, some of them, some of them less. Okay. Like uh, Blue Origin, not much because it's hydrogen and uh, oxygen fuel, which means no CO2. Uh, Falcon burns kerosene, so CO2 emission oh, wow. is there. Okay. But the new rocket will have less emission. But this emission happens, and we all talk about sustainability mm-hmm. and CO2 and uh, hurting the nature. The yeah. plan of, of my company is to always offset all CO2 emission. And but at the, at the first uh, instance, for customers to make them aware the different yeah. emission uh, of each project, because some of them, zero emission. Yeah. Helium balloons, zero emission. Hydrogen balloons, Sounding zero better, emission. Better. Some of them are emitting. And actually, I'm partnering with a company so we can offer customers options to offset. Plant oh. trees, or I will actually push the company themselves to offset, or even my okay. company, Idea Space Travel, may offset the costs of the emission on behalf of the customer. Oh, wow. So, you, I mean, you're doing this very carefully and you're vetting it quite nicely because I'm just nervous about what I don't know to ask. So, it's really nice to have someone in between to, to help with this kind of adventure because it is, it is one of those businesses where you don't know what you don't know, you yeah. know. I want to get into it. I want to try it. I want it to be incredible, but I don't know what to ask you. But you're correct. It's you don't know what you don't know, yeah. and, and that's why I thought uh, that my experience, my training, and my current experience with those vanilla skydives will allow me to be open and upcoming and uh, clear with my customers, so that I explain to them first of all, answer all the questions and explain to them exactly what will be happening uh, in these flights and which risks may be involved and how they are uh, countered, what companies do to prevent or uh, fight those risks. Like, for example, Blue Origin, they have a system when if anything happens with the rocket, then the the passenger capsule will separate, fly away, and land safely. And and these features are compulsory for all space tourism projects because they're not fighter pilots, they're not military astronauts, they're not there to to fight or win they're there to enjoy it and the biggest joy of space flight is to see earth from above yeah. which is beautiful and try to be in a good mood to enjoy that view and that's why all the companies all space tourism companies all high altitude adventures company they want you to enjoy it as mm-hmm. much as you can and that's why they want to do it safe and clear okay i think my last question for me is can we all do this? What kind of training goes into them? I mean, I've done some scuba diving mm-hmm. and I needed to get licensed to become a scuba diver. And that took, oh, it took me about a year to get a license and do a certain amount of dives to be able to just go into a scuba diving place and get a license and say, I want to go and dive this reef. Um, what kind of training do these typically need? Does it vary? And is it one of those things where, you know, even if I've put on a little bit of weight... They'll let me onto the ship. Especially in weightlessness. Weight doesn't count. <laughs> but, um, oh, thank God. <laughs> skydive, you can go tomorrow. Actually, I will go tomorrow. You can go with me and we can, oh. we can skydive. So no training. Uh, j- just just exciting. the basic. Wind tunnel, no training. This uh, flapping the balloon yeah. wings, no training. Oh. The high altitude uh, balloon flights, basic safety instructions. Slightly more than a normal aircraft, but 
no particular training required. Suborbital flights, um, some training. So one day they give you different instructions, how to open the doors, how things work, how to strap yourself quickly, because the flight is really short. It's several minutes yeah. of weightlessness. And the trick is for you to Enjoy know it. when it's going to end so that you can go back to your seat and mm -hmm. buckle up fast. Couple of days. Real space flight, we're talking about months. You don't yeah. have to be trained as a super space ace, yeah. uh, but you have to be aware safety of how away. things work mm. safety you need to be aware how certain systems work because you you You're may need to you may need to, to help uh, yeah. proper astronauts to to work things you are trained to uh to know how what you're going to experience in space so you're trained for weightlessness so you actually will do all those parabolic oh, cool. flights so you so know how it feels as well g-forces you will go to the centrifuge mm. uh you'll probably do some flights so that you're comfortable because if it's all new for you you'll spend most of your flight being all freaked Panicked, out yeah. panicking so it depends upon how far you go and again moon moon flyby similar several months of training yeah. so between Nothing and months, okay. but different companies, different uh, projects have different requirements. It's incredible how so much of this is on a sliding scale that you can almost determine for yourself. I personally think I'm going to do the balloon one. I think the the small balloon me. in the hangar? I, I think I'm going to do the, the balloon in the hangar at Normandy. Let, let's all do that because I, oh, I, th I think so they're cool. currently, uh, they suspended operations for a while now because mm. they're out of helium. Helium is uh, relatively, but they will yeah. re renew soon. So let's all go yeah. there and, and, I feel and do like the floating. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in contact with you and you can help me sort this out. But that's where I'm leaning. going to just maybe chat to you a little bit more about it. But I think you've got... The majority of my questions, thank you so much for the guidance here today. I really appreciate your help just understanding what the options are. You're welcome, and that's the plan. And people are not aware, people usually know about a couple of these projects, mm. but they're not aware about the magnitude available now and available in the future. Yeah. And, that's, and that's my plan, to tell people they're here, available for all of you. And, and some of them are here now, some of them next year, some of them five, ten years. So the people are not shocked in five years, like, whoa, we had no idea this is coming. No, it is coming. It is coming. Mm. And it's coming soon. And the space economy and space industry will be big. Oh, it it, it will touch all of our lives, not just as space tourism, but at so many other levels. I'm so excited. I'm really so excited. Thank you so much, Mikhail. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. It was me and Paige talking about space tourism and all kind of adventures in the air. And you can find this episode and all future episodes at different platforms, YouTube, iTunes, and many, many more. Just look for high altitude adventures. Mm -hmm.